0: Do you have a tattoo you're ready to part ways with? Reverse Aesthetics is now offering tattoo removal and your solution to a fresh start. Their advanced laser technology gently fades away unwanted ink, leaving your skin looking as good as new. The process is quick and the results are incredible. Don't let your tattoo hold you back any longer. Schedule your removal now at Reverse Aesthetics and discover the art of starting over. Free consultation and discounts for all first responders. Visit reverse-aesthetics.com.
1: Oh yeah! Also tonight, we are talking Ohio State-Michigan. Of course, what the hell else would we be talking about? Uh, we're going to do next segment, we're going to do a Scotty Doesn't Know, Michigan style. We're going to do a this or that, all Ohio State-Michigan. And uh, we're going to get into the betting odds and all that good stuff and our bets to make for the Ohio State-Michigan game. But this segment we're going to focus on the college football playoff and and kind of where this is going and Ohio State is their odds to win the Big 10 at this point are plus 130, Michigan is minus 165, Iowa is 12 to 1. Your futures bets, the national championship odds. Georgia the favorite at plus 225. Michigan is plus 260, Ohio State plus 550, Alabama 6 to 1, Oregon 6 to 1. I still think there's good value, Dave. Looking at the national championship odds and Ohio State being plus 550. Obviously, if you think that they're going to win the game this weekend, those odds will drop significantly. If they beat Michigan on Saturday, Saturday, which you and I are both predicting, then I think those odds go from plus 550 to probably close to, uh, maybe plus 250. I think that they will drop about three points. So if you like Ohio State to win the national championship, get those odds today. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Especially this
2: year. May mean, Georgia's looking a lot better than they looked earlier in the season. Bama's back in it. People were saying Bama's dead. It's like this. Is They're not okay. dead. Don't don't oh. count them out until they're out uh with this guy Nick Saban and this dynasty he's put together. But yeah, man, I like the I you, you nailed it. I love the value there. I love the value. If it was even money, would it make the bet? No, but like I 550, I love the value there. It's kind of similar. I know you guys are huge Columbus crew fans, so you guys will get this one. Like <laughs> I love the value of crew plus seven fifty to win MLS Cup. Again, if it was even money, I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna make the bet. Plus seven fifty for this, as you guys know, the highest scoring team in MLS. I really like the crew 750 to win, uh, MLS cup. And seriously, Scotty, I do like Buckeyes plus 550. I think that's fantastic value. Cause you nailed it. If they beat Michigan, that line is going to, that, that value is going to plummet
1: big time big time and now guys for me i want to look ahead because i i feel like these next two weeks are the quarterfinals for the college football playoff right next year there's going to be 12 teams and look the ohio state michigan winner for for that game if if, if it was the same situation next year the ohio state michigan winner would probably be uh the well they would definitely get a buy in the first round and the loser would likely be the five or six seeds. So they would host a game on campus in the first playoff now it's not like that this year the loser of the game is getting nothing right you lose on saturday unless chaos happens and they can find their way back into the playoff which i don't think will happen based on how this landscape is looking so far this is for everything because now the way you lose it should this, be yeah you lose this game guys And it's done. It's over. Because who cares about whatever secondary bowl game you go to? Like, I was thinking about this. Like, if Ohio State, God forbid, if Ohio State were to lose on Saturday, it'd probably be the last time Ohio State fans see Marvin Harrison. RB, I I can just tell.
2: Scotty is really going to miss the 14 playoff. He's going to miss it. <laughs> He's
3: coming to our side. This,
2: this 12 team playoff is coming. It's going to dilute the regular season. I am not. It's going to make the game just a matter of seating purposes. Instead, right now, I love this man. All the cards are on the table. All the chips are in the middle of the table. Let's go. Let's go. I love it that it's like this. Now, You could argue Ohio State has a chance of getting in if they lose a close game, but I don't even want to go there. I don't even want to go there. Michigan's definitely out if they lose, no matter what. Ohio State might have a chance. I don't care. Let's just assume the loser is out. I love that. I love that. Now, I wish this game was at Ohio Stadium. I will say that. It gives me a little trepidation. This game's in Ann Arbor. I mean, it's going to be so freaking intense out there. Over,
1: under on fights in the stands. Is that up yet? Yeah. Hopefully not too many, right? I mean, I do want to ask you guys this though. We're looking, we've got two weeks left and then we are going to see the college football playoff rankings, the last four team playoff right now. I think we should all predict who our four playoff teams are going to be. I have Ohio State because I think Ohio State's going to win the, the head-to-head matchup with Michigan, and they'll be in. They'll beat Iowa in the Big Ten Championship game. I have Georgia in, and I have Georgia beating Alabama and knocking out Alabama. I just think Georgia right now is playing better than anybody third one, I think it's going to come down to the Pac-12, and I think it'll either be Washington or Oregon. I have Washington winning that game, although Oregon is probably playing better right now, so so Washington's my third. The fourth one, I am taking Florida State out with Jordan Travis out, and I am going to say Texas gets in by winning the Big 12. So those are my four. Uh, Dave, what's your four? I agree
2: with you, except for I'll take Oregon over Washington.
3: The same four. You, you like Texas? Yes. Okay, Ryan. Ah Man, it's hard for me here because this whole Oregon-Washington thing, I think there's a good chance either one, like both of them could be the best two teams in the country, but I think we're going to get Ohio State, I think Washington gets it done again, and I think Alabama and Georgia get in. I think Alabama beats Georgia and
1: they're both in. Okay, so you're saying Texas... What, Texas loses out in the matchup, or yep. do they actually lose a game?
3: If Alabama beats Georgia, it doesn't matter if Texas beat Alabama. Alabama's going in. Okay, I disagree with you on that. All
1: right, when we come back, it's the Ohio State-Michigan version of Scotty Doesn't Know. This is On the Money. This is Hollywood Casinos
0: On the Money. On the Money.
3: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
0: From ONN. nation
2: Love it Scotty doesn't know. Let's get right into it. A Ohio State Michigan themed version of Scotty doesn't know.
1: I got to tell you I'm a little nervous for this one, Dave. Mainly because I feel like I should know these. And so I'm a little nervous. Yes, I am happy. Normally when I do the Scotty doesn't know, I do
2: research like we did one for Thanksgiving and I had to look up like trivia and stuff like that. For these all off the top of my head. So what you're saying is I need to know these. If I don't, I'm an idiot. No, I'm not saying that. I I have a sickness. Okay. I think
3: he's saying you're an idiot. Regardless, I, I,
2: <laughs> I have. Uh, listen, I'm not saying anybody should should sign up for the sickness that I have. That I know some of the stuff off the top of my head. But um, okay. all right, first one. What is the longest win streak for Ohio State in the rivalry?
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with How many uh, games. Yeah, twelve. No. <laughs> Nine. No. It, I, then it's know. eight.
2: Yes. Was that recently or no? Yes, recently. Yes, it yes. was. Yes. I know Ohio State has won eight out 20, of the last
1: ten. 2012 to
3: 2019,
2: yes. And
1: obviously lost two in a row. That should have been yes. easy.
3: Meyer won seven and then Day won one. See, I mean, come uh, you, on. Yeah, I know.
1: But I thought maybe sometime during this great rivalry that Ohio State dominated 12 years in a row. I don't know. Huh. Okay. What was Ohio
2: State's record during the 10-year war or Michigan's record during the 10-year war? 69 through 78. How about 5 and 5? No.
1: So close. There's a tie in there. There was a tie five, in there. 5-4 and 1. Who? Ohio State. No. Michigan.
2: You said Ohio State, that's wrong, and you said Michigan, so that I think is right. Why I, would that, you
1: give a question where Michigan has the advantage here? Which coach
2: started the gold pants tradition? Gold pants? How
1: about Earl Bruce? No. Woody
2: Hayes? No. Great grandfather, former ninety-seven point one. The fans, Laurie Schmidt. I'm kidding. I don't think they're related. Francis. Francis Schmidt. Laurie, if you are related to him, I apologize. All right, um, what was Archie's record against Michigan? Archie Griffin's record against Michigan
1: that he played, right? That he played those four so, games. So, okay, so during the ten-year war, I will go with three and one. No. Know, know, Very close. Two, one, and one.
2: No. Know, know, three, one, and one. Yes. No, excuse me. Three oh and one. I'm sorry. 3- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no, Dave doesn't know. 3-0 and one. Archie never lost to Michigan. 3-0-1. Excuse me. Ooh. Okay.
1: You gave Archie an L that he did not get.
2: 3-0 and one for the two time Heisman Nobody Trophy. Nobody gives the- Archie
3: an L. Oh, That's right. Yeah.
2: No one backs Archie into an L. The only two time winner of the Heisman Trophy, Archie Griffin. Also undefeated against Michigan. What a legend. All right. Who scored the winning touchdown? in the 2002 Ohio State-Michigan game to send Ohio State to the national championship game uh, where uh, they would face unbeatable Miami.
1: Okay, and I remember... Uh, O2 02. 02. Would it be Claret? No. Li- uh, was it Lido Ross? No. You're, like, you're warm, though. Ma- you're, Maurice you're, Hall. Oh, Maurice yes, Hall. That's it. Yeah. I knew it was a running back. You're in the right room. All was right. it a wheel route? There was there look, was a, look, a big look, look, wheel route play. Look, the in the wheel route
2: was you're thinking of to Clarett to set, kind of set that up. Set up the touchdown. Okay. Maurice, Maurice Hall was more of a pitch. Okay. More and wasn't there pitch. almost like a
1: false start on that? That wasn't called.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll plead the fifth.
1: Okay. All right. Who <laughs> scored the
2: winning touchdown in the 2005 game in Ann Arbor, Ohio State, Michigan? 2005. Who scored the winning touchdown?
1: I'm gonna go. I, I, I obviously the big play was Anthony Gonzalez, but I yes. think Santonio Holmes. Was the one who actually got in the end zone? Is that right? I think you're wrong. Know, know, really?
2: San scored the touchdown. They were down by nine. It's a kind of they, had, they two. had two long touchdowns. San Antonio scored the first first one. Who scored the winning touchdown? It was if,
3: was it a uh, fourth and one play?
2: He's, he's worked at the fan. He he if you have a fire, you want this guy or your place quickly. He he works. He I think he still works at the fan. At least does some stuff. Firefighter. Okay, it's Antonio Pittman. Scotty
1: doesn't know. Okay. Scotty all right. Know, Scotty Scotty know,
2: okay. Scotty what year was the Earl know. Headband game?
1: Earl Headband game.
2: Uh. Where Ohio State's players all came out with Earl headbands and he didn't know about it till until til he saw it right how at How about kickoff.
1: 86?
2: Very close, so but cool. 87? no. 87? Why were the players wearing Earl headbands in support of
1: Earl, because he was he was going to be fired. Yeah, yes. Let's give it to him. He had already been fired. Yeah, okay, he was okay. already gone. He, he was, was already, already fired. fired, and then they wore the headbands.
2: And how did Ohio State do in that game?
1: They won. Yes. Woo! Hey, Two in three row. dings in
0: a row.
2: That's three. <laughs> All right, you're gonna get this one for sure. How many days until? Three hundred and ten. Yes. <laughs> I was at that basketball game. Do we have another minute, Ryan? How long yeah, do we, we have? Can, we
3: can go another minute All here. All right.
2: What was Urban Meyer's record against Michigan? 7-0. Oh. What was Earl Bruce's record against Michigan? Uh-oh. Nine games. Nine games. Uh, no ties. No ties. Nine games. No ties. Nine games.
1: Three and six? No. Four and five. Know. No, he had a winning record. He was five and four. Okay,
2: the Earl game gave him the Earl headband. gave gave, gave him a winning record. Jim Tressel's record against Michigan: ten games. Yes, we're counting two thousand and ten. Nine and one. Yes. Ryan Day's record against Michigan so far, not counting this week when we know what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> He's
1: gonna get a is w. it three and two?
2: No. Two and two. No. As a head coach, Ryan Day's record against Michigan: one and two. Yes. <laughs> All right, last one, real quick. I hate to do this. He's like Gosh, in the next room, right? I, for he, some reason, he's in the I next room he had right wins. now. Two wins. He might be mad about this, but oh, we got to do it. This is
1: harsh.
0: It.
2: John Cooper's record against Michigan: two
1: ten and one. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's bad that you know that. Oh my goodness gracious! All right, up next is this or that. That's coming up next on the money. Hollywood casinos
0: on the money. On the money.
3: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling.
0: Coming up on ONN. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S. based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.
1: All right, welcome back to On the Money. Of course, this entire hour dedicated to the game, Ohio State-Michigan. And we're going to dedicate now this or that to Ohio State-Michigan. Hit it, Ryan. All right, guys. I feel like I got three strong ones. I really brought it this week with the this or that. I'm going to start out with a better, what is better? Ohio State's, uh, what's a, a better Buckeye song? Are we going with Hang On Sloopy, or are we going with We Don't Give a Damn? Oh, you even got the music ready for me. Hang On Sloopy, or... We don't give a damn for the whole state of
4: Michigan.
2: Guys, man, talk about picking between your kids. (laughs) I cannot pick against the official rock and roll song of the great state of Ohio. I've got to get with Hang On Sloopy.
1: Great choice. Again, you can't go wrong either one of these. I will say, as soon as the Ohio State Minnesota game ended on Saturday, the exact second that the clock hit 000, uh, I texted a bunch of people that I just don't give a damn. I just love the song and I do not give a damn for that whole state. So I'm going with that one. Ryan, how about you?
3: So this is a tough one, and obviously this week, you cannot go wrong with you don't give a damn for the whole state of Michigan. But it's kind of a contained, yeah, you can use it all the time, but it's a contained Ohio State-Michigan thing. So me personally, I'm going hang on, Sloopy.
2: Man, you can be in a bar anywhere. I'm talking internationally. If they play Hang On Sloopy, there's going to be some Buckeyes in there going OHH. Hey, I mean, it's just it's hilarious. It's, it's like nothing I've ever seen. We were in Nashville one time. We didn't even know there was any Ohio State people in there other than me and my buddy. They played Hang On Sloopy. It's like all of a sudden, half the bar was like Ohio State fans. It seemed like. It was probably more like 20%, but it was
1: like Wow, in Nashville? Like, it was just so cool. It's the one song that will really get me to go out on the dance floor at a wedding, too. If you want Scotty Vegas on the dance floor, you play Hang On Sloopy and I Get My Butt Out There. I love it. I love it. All right. You guys getting
2: with, as a better tradition at Ohio State, both are great. You getting with Buckeye Grove, or if you're an All-American, you get yourself a Buckeye tree. You get that plaque that says, by the way, this tree is because of this dude was a dude amongst dudes. Or are you getting with gold pants? Are you beat Michigan, everybody gets gold pants.
1: What's the better tradition at Ohio State? Wow, gosh, Dave, great question. I think I'm getting with the tree. I think that's cool. Because, you know, everybody's got like trinkets that they hand out throughout uh sports, right? You know, you have trophies and trinkets and, you know, all these kind of things that they give out. But how many other schools can say we put a tree up in your honor. So I'm going with that.
2: Yeah, just, I'm, Buckeye a, Grove. I'm an environmentalist, as you guys know. And uh, <laughs> I've got to get, if you're planting trees, first of all, that's just fantastic. If you're planting trees in the name of Buckeye All-Americans, it's like, I'm completely in on that. I love the gold pants thing, but I'm getting with uh, the Buckeye Grove and the Buckeye Trees.
3: Give me the gold pants. You can wear them around your neck. You can trade them for tattoos. <laughs> Whatever. I love it. Let's go, gold pants. You can get with this or you can get with that. All right, guys, let's stick with the gold pants here. If you got a go- pair of gold pants, would you keep them and display them, or would you sell them?
1: Oh, I would keep them. Are you kidding me? I would 100% keep them. Are you kidding me? You're not selling those things.
2: Oh, yeah, I hate when I see that. You know, And I know people can fall on hard times, so I get it. If you fall on hard times, you feel like you have to do it, okay, I'm not going to judge you. But if you have money, and you're just being greedy at that point, like... I, I can't I don't have time for it I, if you need the money I get it if you don't need the money you're doing just out of agreed
3: buzz off you need to keep that back in the day my guy the million dollar man always said everybody's got a price but I'm keeping them bad boys
1: what if you guys were offered a million dollars for him that's a different story I thought we were talking about market value Oh, right. Okay. Different, the different story.
3: <laughs> a million like, dollars. I feel like Elite Corso wearing the Buckeye. <laughs> yeah. i <don't> what <laughs> you're say, if you
2: said a hundred thousand, we'd have a conversation.
1: I know. Yeah. Same. Let alone a million. One big parlay, right? <laughs> okay. Here's my next one. Game. This is about game day of the Ohio State Michigan. That morning, guys, are you having anything to eat? during the game, or drink during the game, or are you like, hey, I cannot leave, I cannot put anything in my mouth, so I can't go to the bathroom during the game, I can't risk that, so... Are you eating and drinking during the game, or is it totally dry for you? I will not be
2: eating. I will have no appetite at all. If I didn't have to work, like I have to do a podcast, like immediately at the final gun, I'd have a couple of adult libations. I'm going to wait until after I'm done working that night, which will be a great feeling. If the Buckeyes win and I'm done working, you know, pop a a local uh, Ohio IPA, maybe. You know, um, but no, I'm not going to be eating or drinking during the game unless you're counting water.
1: I am the same way. Like, all beverages go aside for this game. A food, I have to, I will eat a breakfast. I'll, I'll eat a solid breakfast. No alcohol for you. No, I will not drink any alcohol, not during this game. Uh, and this is the only game that that's true for. <laughs> wow. Like, any I, other game, like, because I got to be 100% dialed in. I feel I like this it. is the one. love I love, it. I, love where it. I could even stand at my house or at the casino where i'm going to be watching it i stand for every single play almost uh, for this game there's no no other game where i feel like i have to stand in my living room for every play but this one i do
3: uh guys i i don't get like that nervous stomach or anything or whatever i'm eating and drinking i don't care
2: (laughs) at the same time all right you guys getting with strawberry or cherry twizzlers
1: uh, for for your game day snack? <laughs> no, just in general. If you're, if you're having
2: Twizzlers... What happened you're to like all Ohio State Michigan? Yeah. The, I mean, they're red, at these least. Are red.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, I was just
2: going to go to Ryan. Okay, we can cut yeah. yeah. it. Right. I'm, getting, add I'm getting with Cherry. Boo. I'm getting right. with Cherry,
3: too. All right, go ahead, Ryan. <laughs> Are you guys getting with the 0-2 Michigan-Ohio State game or the 0-6? Oh, my gosh. I am
1: getting with 0-2 because I still, you know, that one changed everything, right? Obviously, they get to the national championship game. But, you know, there are so many times where Ohio, where Michigan would ruin Ohio State's chances at a national championship. And to get over the hump and get it done, I'm still going with that one as as. Maybe my favorite of all time was 0 2. For sure. I mean, because
2: they went on and won the national championship, but even if they didn't, like, just as you said, like, it just validated what Trestle came to do. That like he won, he got the 310 days game, like, lived that up, had the upset in Ann Arbor, and then backed it up the next year, sends Ohio State to the national championship game. Then they win the national championship. I gotta go O two.
3: So you guys have just about flipped me on this because, I mean, that was a great game and what happened afterwards, obviously, and turning the tide there a little bit. But, man, I just remember the buildup to one versus two, the way Troy Smith carved up that Michigan defense that year. I've got to go oh six.
4: 6
1: That's a great question, but I will say this about that. An O two, 2 I honestly expected to lose. Against Michigan. In 06, I thought going into that game, Ohio State would win that game. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about Ohio State Michigan batting stories. You do not want to miss those. This is On the Money.
0: This is Hollywood Casinos On the Money. On the Money.
3: Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling
0: from ONN.
2: welcome back to on the money Dave Biddle, Scotty Vegas, Ryan Baker alright let's talk about betting stories that we have from the Ohio State Michigan game over the years I'll just be frank I'm just now really getting into the sports betting um, I know fifth year of the show right I shouldn't admit that but like you know I like to do everything legal um, <laughs> so I'm just now kind of getting into it so I, I, I don't I, believe that I don't um, have a uh, You know any great stories? I have I have stories from the game itself, but as far as betting stories, I'm sure you got some. I bet you got some. What are some good betting stories from the game?
1: Yeah, you are new to the betting uh, of the game. For me, I've been doing it for uh, about 15 years. (laughs) And what's up, Costa Rica? (laughs) And I will tell you, it's a game that uh, again I've mostly. There's so much riding on the game you know, mentally anyway, right? It it means so much for us as fans, uh, you know, as of Ohio State as well, that you don't really need to put something extra on it unless you feel like there's value. And I will tell you that the biggest one that I, I took advantage of, was 2018 right when Ohio State went into that game an underdog and uh, I, so I was down on campus that day and we as we were setting up for, for the tailgate show and pregame and all that good stuff and you could just get that vibe on campus you know sometimes you just feel like campus is at a whole nother level and Ohio State was coming into that game as an underdog and I'm sitting in skull session and I very very rarely go to a skull session but it was Just extra hyper, you know, and I'm like, man, Ohio State is winning this damn game today. And so, Ohio State was an underdog, and I took him on the money line, and that was a big payoff. I will tell you one, one other... of my
2: favorite Ohio State game Michigan game yes. ever because you mentioned yeah. I mean, Michigan
1: coming in as the
2: favorite in Ohio State and Ohio State came out there and whooped their butt.
1: Oh yeah yeah and you know I'll tell you another one is you know when Brady Hoke was the head coach and Ohio State went up to Ann Arbor you're, you're going to have to help me with the year this was 2013 when, when Tivis made the interception yeah, on the, on the two-point conversion. Never right? should have been that close but yes. And Ohio State was a big favorite in that game and I had taken on Ohio State just on the money line, and I remember thinking as Michigan is driving down the field and Ohio State's defense was struggling, I remember thinking there's no question that if Michigan is in this situation, they will go for two and go for the win, and so I was just, that was one where I was just... Obviously, for Ohio State winning or losing the game was very important. But for me, I, I just felt that way. Money line on Ohio State to win was just so much stress, right? In that one.
2: Now I do remember a good betting story from the game. <laughs> it wasn't on an app, it wasn't in a sports book. It was with a friend of mine who's a Michigan fan who is what you like to say, other than that is a good guy. Yes. And we are at the fantasy draft that year in August, and he's crowing about Devin Gardner, Devin Gardner, Devin Gardner, Devin Gardner. We're going to beat you guys. You got to come up to Ann Arbor. We bet at the time was uh, meant a lot of money to me at the time. And um, I won that bet. Ooh. Barely.
1: Barely. Oh, I love it! Now I will tell you one other quick story. Is I this year, you know, I have the humongous bet that relies on Ohio State winning the national championship game, and and I am so nervous because this is, would be the biggest betting win of my life. And I Ohio go State would win it, you guys. I yes, really do. You know, so fun. So that one, I feel a little extra stress. Obviously, the the game is huge, but then you add a, this bet on top of it, and yes, I'm going to be a big ball of stress. Oh man,
2: I I I can't even imagine, coaching. Or playing in this game, as we were talking about on Sunday's show, like, because it's just as you know, a sports writer, a fan. I'm gonna just could be beside myself. It's gonna be crazy. All right, up next, we're gonna give some of our favorite Ohio State Michigan memories. That's coming up next on the money.
0: More of Hollywood Casinos, Casinos on the money. On the money.
3: Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling.
0: Coming up on ONN. They-
2: Welcome back to the show on the money Less than three days away from Ohio State and Michigan We're about two and a half Days now almost all right let's talk About our favorite play ever from the game. Scotty, what's your favorite play from the Ohio State-Michigan? I know it's a broad question. What's your favorite play ever from the Ohio State-Michigan game?
1: I think the first one that comes to mind that I love was 0-2 Will Allen when he made the interception uh, right at the like one or uh, right at the end zone line, basically, or one-yard line where it sealed that win in 0-2 that sent Ohio State to the national championship game. I, I don't think it gets any better than that for me because, as I mentioned going into OSU-Michigan games, I al- back then I always thought Ohio State was going to lose because they were. They had such a terrible stretch of losing uh, you know, for a long time. So for me, I'm going to go Will Allen, and that kind of flipped everything.
2: You know, I, I'm going to call an audible. I was going to go Curtis Samuel walk-off because that's so rare. It's never happened in the rivalry. It may, may never happen again. Where we have a walk-off touchdown. But I have to go Tony Gonzalez's catch, Anthony Gonzalez's oh. catch. Troy Smith, that comeback win in 2005, I was at, just moved into the house I still live in, and I was going ballistic in my house. My wife and I were just going, just running around the house, just going ballistic. So I got to go the catch, Gonzo, setting up, great play by Troy Smith too, obviously, setting up the game-winning touchdown for Antonio Pittman. Right, call a little audible there, I was going to go.
1: Curtis Samuel, I'm going to go Gonzo. And I was in the stands, and I was a fan for that walk-off by Curtis Samuel, and obviously that was incredible, but that game was just so stressful.
3: It was hard to enjoy until that until that last play. Guys, all of those are great. You could throw in Maurice Claret, the Will route. You know, that was an awesome one as well. Curtis Samuel, that was, you know, iconic jumping in, but... We talked about it earlier. Those two back to back years or two out of three years, whatever it was, those fourth and one plays where Jonathan Wells broke one and then Antonio Pittman right up the gut like nothing. Like that's just Ohio State, Michigan, hard nose, smash mouth football. And I'll always remember those two plays.
1: Yeah. Well, we got to do our score prediction guys so dave why don't you start us out with your score for saturday i'm being really bold here um i got buckeyes
2: winning 24 to 20 i don't think it's that bold i got uh, i got the under i got ohio state covering i if you want to bet on ohio state yeah you could you know take the three and a half i, I would recommend if you're going to bet on ohio state bet on the money line you're getting plus 150 uh, depending on your sports book i have 24 20 buckeyes
3: so guys, this is gonna be funny. Like a couple weeks ago I remember the Browns and the Ravens played and you're like two great defenses, nobody's gonna score in this game, and then it was a thirty three to thirty one game. And I have a feeling Ryan Day wants to put the screws Ooh. to this Michigan team right now. Go. Oh, I'm sure he wants so to. I'm going Ohio State thirty four. <laughs> Michigan 28.
1: Oh, Ooh. 34 28. So you, you have that thing flying over the total, mm-hmm. which of course the over under total is 46 and a half. I'm actually thinking this is going to be well under the total. I have Ohio State 20 to 17. I think they get it done on the road. I, guys, I just, uh, when I think about it, one of the things that gives me confidence is how Michigan has played the last two weeks and how, and then obviously everybody talked about how they played those first nine games, right? Points given up by Michigan before they got caught cheating 47. The last three games, 52 points they've given up. I think there is some kind of disadvantage to the fact that, that Michigan was is under this stress of the cheating scandal. I think the Buckeyes get it done 2017.
2: There's a lot of keys to victory for Ohio State. Uh, first and foremost to me, winning the battle of the line of scrimmage, winning the battle of the trenches on both sides of the ball. And then when you focus on Ohio State's defense versus their offense, you got to contain the run and then at least make J.J. McCarthy try and beat you with the pass. He was able to do it last year. They were able to beat Ohio State with the pass and the run last year. That was our show for this evening. For Scotty Vegas and Ryan Baker, I am Dave Biddle. Enjoy the game on Saturday, my friends. This has been On the Money.
0: Broadcasting from the Lindsay
3: Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
0: WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. (laughs) Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios.
3: Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
0: WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Thanks for listening to whichever game you were just listening to. Since it's over, let's join another riveting sporting contest. Yeah, yeah. Already in progress.
2: We've tried to be very smart about how you put the plan together but feel like the guys have a good understanding of what we're doing on all three sides of the ball. Now's the time to compete. This is the Coach Kevin Stefanski Show.
1: Tonight is your chance to get a
2: detailed peek behind the scenes from team headquarters in Berea, and you'll find out how the Browns are prepping for this week's game. This is the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio
0: Network.
1: Uh
2: and Gerard Cherry.
5: Good evening and welcome into the Kevin Stefanski show all along the University Hospitals Cleveland Browns Radio Network Nathan Zagura and the three time three time three time Super Bowl champion Gerard Cherry with you here to talk about yours. We're going to give thanks actually it's Thanksgiving week. Why not give thanks for your seven and three Cleveland Browns and Gerard. I know what it felt like to me in the booth, the return of Jim, the return of Nick Chubb, but only one person on this program was down on the sidelines feeling the energy of the crowd, feeling the energy of this team. What was Sunday like for you? You can start pregame, take me all the way through it. What was that day
4: like for you, and what do you think that day means for the Cleveland Browns? Well, to start the game off, Nathan, it was certainly something of a spectacle because you had the Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers playing a football game late in the season, if you will, or at least a halfway point, but it does seem later than what it actually is, that had consequence, that had significance, that had playoff implications on the line, and you could sense the seriousness of the situation, and you had DTR, who stepped on that football field looking confident. His pregame speech, Nathan, my man didn't have much to say, but he was extremely fired up. And then, when Nick Chubb walked through that tunnel, heck, when Jim walked through that tunnel, it's just the crowd and just their level of fanfare and support and just involvement in the game. You could feel it. The decibels were certainly there. And it was just an exciting, electric atmosphere in which the team, I believe, fed off of it. How beautiful is it when the crowd just starts out of nowhere when DTR was going through his moments. DTR! DTR! D-T-R for no reason. It wasn't prompting. He wasn't even on the football field, but they were getting love that. So a scene like that, you feel it. You are saying to yourself, this is amazing, the level of support that the fans are giving D-T-R because Lord knows we needed it. And then the defense, the way they were playing, and I'm still upset at the fact they didn't get that safety to start the game because yes, it certainly ridiculous. was when you go back and look at it. It was a safety, no doubt about it. And you can make the argument yes. that the second play was just as affirm yes. being a safety you're
5: exactly right so there were so many emotions and you know you've gotten now to be a part of the broadcast team since that's the start of the 2022 season i don't know about you down on the sideline there wasn't a dry eye up in the booth it was incredible and then to have him come back and now the videos are out there and if you want any you could check out uh at the browns on twitter or uh, on Instagram, and they have all the videos of all the content of Jim. But my favorite part, Gerard, was you know, I had to do the first couple of plays while he was down there. And hey, you did a good job, by comes... the way, man. I meant to tell you that. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. It was fun. It was a little nerve wracking, though. It was fun. <laughs> and then he comes right back in, puts the headset on, and boom, right back into it, just rolling. It was awesome. Was there? Did you get a sense? Kind of look around, and then you know we had the crowd in front of our booth. Turn around, give him a standing ovation. They had a sign that said "Welcome back, Jimmy." That spanned the whole section. It was just. It was awesome to see. Was down on the field? Could you feel that from the crowd and the ovation that he got? Oh, you could
4: certainly feel it, and it played a part of the, again the atmosphere and the emotion of the game. and that someone who's such a key and prominent figure to what we do as a broadcast team, obviously, but even for the just the love, Nathan, you have no idea, man. How many people during the course of that week, when various places that I attended, would come up to me and tell me, "Tell Jim," I said, I, "I'm happy he's back," and I got it on multiple. Occasions. Gerard, I, you can't. I can't people. understand because that was my life. Absolutely, it's awesome. Yeah, so uh, basically, Jim, at least good 300 people told me to tell you, welcome back. And so, welcome back, my man. So, yes, you can certainly feel it. And it just added to the environment again. And yep. we did something that we rarely do around here. We beat the Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers on back-to-back weeks. And I believe the fans are sensing that there is something truly special going on here. When you think about all the adversity that this football team went through, and specifically DTR, how he went from night and day. It was not a good experience against the Ravens. It was a really good experience against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I know a lot of people want to minimize what he's doing, Nathan. And I just, I look at him sideways. And the reason why is, I'm like, you do not understand how much it takes from wherewithal to go through what he went through, to have the confidence to one step back on that football field, and then do what he had to do in that fourth quarter to get us back to where we were at, to where he drove us down the football field in a meaningful situation. So people can minimize it all they want, and on top of that, couple of the drops in there that were part of the yes. percentage of why it was so low. But people don't want to look at those things. They're always looking for reasons to complain. I think you're right
5: and I think that you speak to the resilience of this football team guys stepping up over and over you got Dewan Jones not well enough to play the whole game but well enough to pass block against T.J. Watt and he handled him, vaporized him, 19 snaps against T.J. Watt in the pass rushing situation not a single pressure allowed but I want to go back to DTR and You know, if you had told me, if you could guarantee that the Browns won the game, to me the perfect script would have been who cares what happens in the first 58 minutes? But if DTR can lead this team on a game winning drive late in the fourth quarter against the Pittsburgh Steelers, that will do more for his confidence in himself, that'll do more for his teammates' confidence in him, and that'll do more for this team than any other possible outcome out there. Even if he went out there and we lit him up and he goes for 330 and three touchdowns, of course we'd be thrilled about that. But when you felt right. the enormity of that moment and what that meant, and t- it really was to me, it was like a crossroads for the season. Do we beat the Steelers and get to 7-3? and three? Do we, you said, rarely. Do we do something we have never done? which has beat the Ravens and Steelers in consecutive games. And he was able to go 4-for-4, a dart to Elijah Moore. He gets one out to Kareem, the slant to Amari, and then the beautiful ball to Chief, who came through with the catch when you needed it. And then D-Hop did the rest. And I think that the day was so special emotional with Chubb, so special emotional with Jim Donovan. It was a perfect day, as good as you could hope for in the middle of November out there. This is a day where... You know, you had a lot of Browns fans, families. Bo, my co-host on Browns Daily, had brought his kids. And the way, because the Browns and DTR came through and won this game, it made this, in my mind, an inflection point. One of the most special Sundays I've been a part of since I've been with this organization. And I really think you said something special going on. Something different's going on. Yeah. We're winning games that in the past, we did not win. Just straight huh. up. And Lose, so there's collapse, a belief, yes. right? And that belief can be very powerful. You were on Super Bowl championship teams, not once, not twice, but three times. There's a belief, and we talked about it coming into this game, and I think it's there even more so now as this team is rallying under incredible adversity to
4: continue to win games, now winning five of their last six. And here's the thing, Nathan, that's so important for those who are skeptical of DTR and you hit it on the head, that 4 for 4 drive will do so much for his confidence and a sense of belief that I belong here and I can get this job done. You did that against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Last time I checked, that's not a slouch of a defense. They are the nightmares of many rookie quarterbacks and veterans alike. So for you to go out there in a clutch moment, step up and deliver, and do what you had to do to put... Every fan knows the
0: right player in the right position can be a game-changer.